Hello and welcome back to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Perkevus, the show here on Season 5, the Sheer here on Season 5, where we talk a mission of Perkevus per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We are just here in the last couple of weeks of the TTPA. We, God willing, hope to finish off the season with the last of the days of the school year, and God willing, we'll take our hiatus and come back, hopefully with a new commentary next season, but we'll take a big break for a couple of months, and then God willing, we'll come back. Here we are in Chapter 5, Perik Hay. We are in Paragraph 18, Mishnah Yudchet, with the commentary of the Svorno, the notes of Rabbi Pelkovitz. So let's see. Differences between Bilam HaRasha and Avraham Avinu, one of my favorite characters in all of Torah and all of Tanakh. Really, really fascinating character. That of Avraham, that of Chesed, the, the Chesed Shebesod, really the foundation of his spirit, of his being, was the generous nature of Avraham. Call me Shiyesh Shalosha Devarm Halala. Whoever has these traits is among the disciples of our forefather Avraham. If you have three other types of traits, you're like the wicked Russia. You follow in his ways, in a certain way. If you have a good eye, generosity of spirit, you're generous in nature. We know that you're from Avram Avinu. If you have a meek soul, we know you're from the, the children of Avram. You are humble in spirit. In your common nature, and you have a good eye, you're generous. These are the traits, the students of Avram Avinu. Someone who's really generous, someone who's really humble, someone who's really calm, has a meek soul, someone who doesn't really desire more than the necessities of life, not someone that goes out and about extravagant, needs luxuries instead of wanting what he just needs. He needs what he wants, needs the more above and beyond what's really necessary for life. Then you're not really from the Avram, but you gotta have that Ayin Tova, the Ruach, Nimucha, Nefesh, Shefela. Ayin Rav, a Ruach, Gavoa, the Nefesh, Rechava, Talmud of Shalbilam, Arasha, those who have an evil eye. An arrogant spirit and a greedy soul. These are the disciples of the wicked Bilam, which are basically the opposite traits of Avraham. And it's interesting that Bilam is compared to Avraham and that Bilam is not compared to Moshe, because Bilam was the non Jewish prophet, Puvyachal. If you will, it was a quote-unquote prophet for the non-Jews, so the non-Jews could never say, well, if we had a prophet like Moshe, maybe we would have been better. They did. They had Bilam, and they still were bad. And he's compared to Avram, who was a Navi in and of itself, but not considered the greatest Navi like Moshe. But it's interesting, those those two are connected and compared. Anyway, we know that Bilam arose early to go curse the Jewish people, but Hashem says, the Medrash and the commentators explain, wicked one, there was someone that arose early to do good way before you and rose even earlier than you. Avram, of course, arose early to go do the Akedah, go do the binding of his son Yitzchak of Isaac, but he already beat Bilam many generations before then, rising early to do good things. The question then becomes in the Perkeovus, even though we see the different traits, what's the real difference between these two? How are the disciples of our forefather Avram different from the disciples of our wicked Bilam? Of the wicked Bilam. We should never know from such people. The disciples, the descendants of our forefather Avraham, enjoy the fruits of their good deeds in this world and inherit the world to come. How do we know? Shinemar, as it says, Because it says, To cause those who love me to inherit an everlasting possession of the world to come, and I will fill their storehouses in this world. So you get some reward in this world, but a lot of reward in the next world. But the students, the disciples who follow in the ways of the wicked Bilam, it doesn't mean an actual student, it means someone who goes in the ways of Bilam is considered like a spiritual descendant of him, God forbid. 
Yordin Ber Shachas, Yorshin Gehenim, Yordin Ber Shachas. They inherit Gehenim and they descend into the well of destruction. How do we know the Shinemars? It says, Ve'ata Elohim Toridim Ber Shachas, you, O God, shall lower them into the well of destruction. Men of bloodshed and deceit shall not live out half their days. As for me, I will trust in you. So be like Avraham. Live like Avraham. Do like Avraham. Be that person that has the good eye, the generosity of spirit, generosity of soul, generosity of disposition. Your wife wants one thing from the restaurant. Buy her three things. Be generous. They ask you to cook a meal for them and to bring chicken. Don't just bring chicken. Bring rice and bring dessert and bring a drink and bring utensils. Be full and compassing. They ask you for one outfit for a friend. Give them two or three. They ask you for one thing. Give two. Do what you can to be a generous person in life, in mind, in personality, and in nature. Make sure you only need what you need. Don't be someone who's going extravagant above and beyond. Live to what you really need, necessities in life. Be meek and be calm. Be humble in life. Make sure you're humble and not arrogant, which is one of the things we have to avoid at all costs, according to the Rambam, that and anger as much as we can. The Sforno points out that a phrase, a good eye, describes a person whose character trait is to be satisfied with what he possesses and does not cast a jealous eye at the possessions of others. This trait we find in Avram who said, Or if I shall take anything of yours. A humble spirit is the trait of a person who does not have an inflated opinion of himself, nor great concern for his own honor. Hence, he does not pursue honor. This we also find by Avram where it says, He bowed down to the people of land, the children of Ches, even though he was considered an Si Elohim, a prince of God in their midst, he still bow to them. A meek soul refers to the trait of one who does not desire pleasures beyond the necessities of life, but we find by Avram who said, I now realize you are a woman of beautiful appearance. Sages comment, Until now he had not been aware of her beauty due to both of their modesty, but now he became aware of her beauty due to an event he saw a reflection in the river, as Baba Basra points out. The evil eye and whatnot are the disciples of Bilam. The reverse of these three traits is to be found in Bilam, who was filled with greed for other people's money. He said, If Balak will give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot transgress the word of Hashem that comes from Bamidbar. Meaning that had he been able to do so, he would have done so in order to get the money. Which he coveted. He also pursued honor, as we see from the assurance of Balak, who recognized Bilam's needs, and therefore said, Ki me'od, For I shall honor you greatly. As for the trait of, trait of a greedy soul, profound need for physical pleasures, this we see from his counsel and advice to the Moabite woman to try to get the Israelites, as we say. They caused the children of Israel by the word of Bilam. This is in keeping with the statement of Rav Yochanan to Reish Lakish, a bandit knows banditry. He knew because he himself was involved in these things. The disciples of Avraham have Olam Haba and Olam Azeh, and those in Bilam go to Gehenim and Be'er Shachas. The Tana then proves this statement regarding the reward of the disciples of Avraham from the verse in Mishle, that I may cause those who love me to inherit an everlasting possession. The world to come, for they follow in the footsteps of Avraham, our father, of whom it is said, Zerah Avraham Ohavi, from Yeshaya, the seed of Avraham, my children, my beloved one. And regarding the fate of the disciples of Bilam, he brings proof from the verse in Tehillim, Anshidam and Mimirma, men of bloodshed and deceit, for they followed in Bilam's footsteps, who was guilty of shedding much blood through terrible counsel. 
The notes point out that the Sfarno proves that Avram possessed three these three characteristics, a good eye, a humble spirit, and a meek soul from a variety of verses, Pesukim, in the Torah, his conduct in the aftermath of his military victory against the four kings, his demeanor in the presence of the children of Ches, when he purchased a grave for his wife, Sarah, demonstrate the first two character traits of a good eye, a lack of greed, and a humble spirit. His modesty is manifested in his own conduct with his own wife. Our sages, Chachamim, tell us that Avram was not even aware of what she looked like until he saw a reflection on the way to Egypt, Mitzrayim. As for Bilaam, his greed for wealth, which is called an evil eye, is demonstrated, as the Sforno points out, by his protestation that even if Balak would give him a house full of silver and gold to curse Israel, he could not do it without Hashem's permission. An examination of his initial invitation reveals that only honor was offered to Bilaam and no mention was made of silver and gold, but obviously in his mind it would be his greatest motivation to curse the Jews. Concerning a haughty spirit, this we learn from Bullock's offered honor, for Bullock knew of Bullock's weakness for honor. The trait of an insatiable spirit who always wants, who always needs, is manifested by Bullock's advice to use the daughters of Moab to try to mess up the children of Israel and then try to get them to serve idolatry and to behave in an immoral fashion. The Sfarno says, and proofs from the statement of Rabbi Yochanan to Reish Lakish, who had been a highwayman, who had been a robber before he became a Balchuva, every person reveals his own attitude and tendencies by that which he proposes for that as a reflection of his own personality. The concluding part of the Svarno's commentary explains the Tanah's proofs regarding the reward in store for the disciples of Avram and the punishment in store for the disciples of Bilaam. Avram is called God's beloved one and the promise of God to grant yesh and everlasting substance of blessings to his beloved ones refers to Avram's followers. The verse quoted the Pusik from Artana from Tehillim referring to Bilaam's disciples is based on the descriptive phrase, men of bloodshed and deceit. It reflects their wicked character of their teacher who was deceitful and was responsible for the death of 22,000 Jews in the aftermath of their transgression at Pa'or. So be like Avraham. Live like Avram. Do like Avram. Be involved in the traits of Avram. Be someone who is generous in their nature, generous in their life, and generous in all they do. Have that good eye and look at people with a favorable spirit. Have a humble spirit. Be the opposite of arrogant. Be the opposite of, of haughty. Be humble. And make sure to have that meek soul as well. Only need what you need, and hopefully life will be so much better for you and everyone you know throughout your entire life. And hopefully the whole world will be better as well. Join us next time as we talk different traits we learn from animals around us here on the TTPA. And I'm your host, Tani.